Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey wrestling fans, this is Gary Michael Capetta, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast with the Enforcer and the Stallion. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host. He's the Stallion. I am the Enforcer. And this week we are joined by a colleague, somewhat of a savant in the professional wrestling world, a character, but also an arch nemesis for those who know they know bt aka the big bj if you attended heinous halloween 2002 in uh wow. Islip. yeah it's uh uh brian brian tamperell man welcome uh welcome to the show we appreciate it and uh well just thank you man thank you for thank taking you. time and thank you for having a glorious couple of locks of hair over there God, you were <laughs> no man uh thank you for having me and and joe too well what's going on guys i mean this is fucking this is great to be here thank you so much for uh for inviting me on man of course you have a wildly successful podcast yourself the marked out wrestling podcast find it everywhere podcasts are sold itunes spotify stitcher and all those places i'm sure you're on also if you happen to watch global syndicate wrestling you can see that handsome mug every single time as the ring announcer of gsw and as uh on a personal level we've known each other probably oh man I don't know, 25 years. God, I'm an old piece of shit. Probably, Um, yeah, about that. Yeah, probably since middle school. Um, And Brian and I were in an organization together back in our wrestling youth. It's called Extreme Hardcore Wrestling, EHW, and there are clips online. He was the big BJ, which kind of was Mance Warner before Mance Warner was Mance Warner. Uh, Yeah, I would go. I was going for more like test. That was kind of what I was going. I mean, I came in as a bodyguard, so I mean, that was that I mean, was really. That's great. a stretch. Those speedo snap-ons were not yeah. exactly test-esque, but you did yeah. later on develop the flannel, right? So I did. Um, did. But no, that's uh, we we had some battles. There's some, <laughs> there's some stop sign footage. A lot of footage on YouTube that was edited 14 years ago on YouTube. So thanks to Fez and the rest of the EH. That's right. Just putting them over. Chris Payne. Uh, 
Mr. Confusion, Confusion. Uh, Black Death. Black Death, my else? arch nemesis. He was the Raven to my Tommy Dreamer. He, he, I thought, see, I feel like we were, because we had a little bit of a feud going back. I think it was the summer of 2002, right? I think that, was it two or three? I think it was two. I think it was two into three. It was a long feud. It was kind of like. <laughs> it was. It, it was a, a blood feud. It was. It had the, the Hogan macho lineage. Too, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Well, I, we need uh, to get those matches. I think I know they're floating around. So I know they're on YouTube. Um, yeah, we got to get fucking had them up flex. on some sort of server in 2003. The guy knew what he was doing back in 03. So they have <laughs> right? to exist. We'll get some on the. Uh, maybe we could do like a marked out slash on that long wrestling podcast. Uh, we need to. We we really team. need to. Yeah, it's Yo, been it's been. Oh, I've been trying to set this up for like, or I think we've we've briefly talked about it over the years and it's never happened, but I'm glad that finally we're doing something. It's 2021 now, which means we're roughly 19 years later. Uh, Joe, you were not part of the original EHW. Would you <laughs> like to be my tag team partner to take on uh, BT and the rest of the Marked Out Wrestling crew? It could be the ANLWP <laughs> versus the Marked Out Wrestling crew. I mean, I, I, I'm not in any sort of shape other than, you know, rectangular. Um, but if you, um, I'll, I'll be there or I can certainly review the shows and post them somewhere, you know, if you want me to there get a little bit more traction. Oh my God, it. that is such a good segue because if you're looking for New Japan Pro Wrestling reviews, you could head on over to our Stallions reviews over at Scott Keith's blog of Doom as he posts every single week. The guy, there's nothing that the Stallion doesn't do. So BT, when you and I put on the five and a half star classic in the Egg yep. Dome, Joe can review it for us. Awesome. I, we just, I know the trampolines are a little bit different in Japan. So we just have to make sure that we bring the, you know, like Japanese just, table, right? Like Exactly. <laughs> it's all different. So it has to be, yeah, it has to be, everything has to be, you know, what we're used to. So yeah, it's uh, standard or I can't, body, I can't think of the word I'm, I'm, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to go get the Jankos that I used to wrestle in too. Yes. Like 42 inch circular Jankos. God, I was, really, <laughs> I got a lot of women back then. Like, <laughs> anyway. And your hate, hate breed shirts too. Dude, I, I swear to you, I still have the hate breed hoodie upstairs that I wear to the gym. <laughs> and all right, here's a spoiler. Uh, yeah. July 17th, the enforcer returns to the cage, right? I'll be competing for Bobby Campbell's Jackhammer promotions. Um, oh, July wow. 17th. Yeah, I'm going nice, uh, to choke some dude out and I'm going to dump him on his head. But I'm thinking about walking to the cage to Bad Luck 13, Riot Extravaganza's 13, which was my entrance music from EHW. So wow. it's coming around full circle near 2021, man. I so, love it. I love it. So, we're, I mean, we're here to talk wrestling. We've talked independent wrestling, but it's our independent wrestling. Uh, today has been a wild day in the world of professional wrestling. The WWE has come to terms with, uh, off the top of my head, Alistair Black, Braun Strowman, Lana, Heidi Lovelace, who you might know as Ruby Riot, Buddy Murphy. And I think that was it, right? Santana Garrett. Yeah, Santana Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. So uh, I'll toss one to Joe first. Joe, who surprised you the most? I think just in terms of the names, uh, Braun is the biggest name on that list and surprised me the most. Now, just hearing the news as it came out during the course of the day, it seemed like this was all budget cut related for whatever their budget cuts need to be. Um, and I think Braun's contract, I looked it up, he was making like $1.9 million a year after he just re-signed maybe a couple of years ago. Well, so American? I believe it was American dollars, yes. His American currency is what he was making. So I don't know um, why they picked him specifically of the big contracts they had, because obviously he'd been pretty much at a main event level for them for several several years and in a lot of big storylines, and he was just in the main event for 
their last pay-per-view, I think, on the Raw side uh, for the title. So, um, you know, I don't know what the, if, you know, if it was just a budget cut thing or they had nothing else for him to do. Uh, but that was probably the biggest name for me. What, what do you guys think? Well, uh, Brian, do you think they had to make room for Cardi B at SummerSlam? Uh, it could have been Cardi B. could have been, uh, uh, who is it, Eva Marie that they're also, uh, you know, planning to bring back and all that jazz. But, I mean, for me, the biggest one was absolutely Alistair Black. I mean, they're freaking just in the middle of repackaging him. He just came back to TV last week. And, I, in fact, I think I saw something. They had a new shirt that, like, was on pre-order. That's not even out yet. And he's, he's already gonna, gone. It's going to be a classic. I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, right. I know. And, and he uh, just said he has new theme music that he uh, – Today oh, he said wow. he had new theme music that was his favorite theme music ever, which – Kind of hurts because you know, oh, they can send man. it, but yeah. nobody's ever going to hear it because the WWE owns it and there's no reason to use it. So, wow. Well, Def Rebel. I mean, if it was, was it done by Def Rebel? Oh, I don't know. He just said it was new theme music. He didn't go into detail. Oh, oh interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I'm. Uh, it sucks, man. It. Well, no, it doesn't suck. I, I think the WWE did the right thing because if they, but the Alistair thing, he just kicked Biggie in the head on SmackDown, yeah. right? And SmackDown is clearly the WWE's flagship show. Like, it's not Raw anymore. Nobody watches no. Raw. It looks fucking terrible. SmackDown's a good show, and more people see it. And now you had video pack uh, packages for Alistair for how long, and they've kind of built it up. If anything, I think what you're going to see, you know, on, on SmackDown might be a complete... Is it going to draft? Is it going to be a draft where they're just like, we fucked up? You know, there's like four women left on SmackDown that are right. not team champions. The women's division is destroyed what is it like when they um like a couple of years ago when when uh, triple h was like we understand our product sucks we're gonna give you all the power and they're gonna go people power they're gonna bring johnny back what, what's next what are we looking at Brian. Oh, me? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm going to you. I'm, <laughs> no, not, okay, going to the, dude. I'm not used to the three-man booth. It's no, weird. I, <laughs> I got a really nuncie. Jimmy Smith did a way better job than I did. Boy, did like, by the way. Uh, yeah, he was good. He did a good job. Um, I'm sorry. So what, what was your question again? What the fuck is next? What, what's SmackDown going to look like? Like, you have I no have, I see. I don't know. No clue. I mean, what I'm kind of thinking, and you kind of said it when you were just talking, but like, I mean, I know WCW, they did the whole like reboot thing, like in the middle, they just kind of stopped everything. And then they were just like, okay, we're taking back all the titles. And I mean, I don't think they've never done anything like that. I, I can't see them doing it. That that would be insane. Um, I, I mean, one of the things that I've heard, and I'm sure you guys have heard it too, was the whole rumors that they're prepping to sell WWE. They're cutting all their, you know, their bigger contracts and downsizing all their, their what what was it last week they got rid of a lot of their uh people that work in, in like their media and yeah and they got rid of everybody who ran the wwe network for fucking peacock right god awful i hate so, peacock i i don't even have it i haven't even i mean i've used it very very little bit but I good luck know. finding anything you yeah know, the, seriously the people who worked in the wwe network great and you're right they got rid of all of them so right yeah but that's what that's what um and in, it kind of makes sense. Like they're getting rid of all these bigger contracts. Like Joe said, they're getting Braun had a, real, a pretty inflated contract. I don't know what Alistair's was or Tommy's. I don't. I don't see. I don't even know what to call him now anymore. I'm so. I'm so torn. It's, I, and Lana, I think, was making some good money, right? Jeff? She was probably making some some good money. So I mean, it, it is kind of curious. Like, why are they making these moves and why are they cutting bait with all these people? And apparently, it's not even the end. Apparently, there's there's going to be some more names that. Uh, I, I know we were talking about Keith Lee. That was one of the ones that 
came up too. It's just I don't fucking know, man. Can I can I curse? Am I allowed to drop f bombs on you? Okay. You know how many times Joe's had to edit things out that I didn't realize were insensitive oh. after I said it. I found I'm not, <laughs> not good at that. Yeah, still don't understand uh, P's and Q's really. But I, um, and everybody's like, oh, AEW's gonna pick him up. Like, you know, this would be one of those things where I'm like, yeah, they fucking should pick up a lot of them. It's not like you're getting rid of bait that's like you know a dead you know dead weight that's 40 sure. or 50 years old. Um, I, I feel. I just don't know what it's gonna be like. You flop, you flip on SmackDown, you're gonna be like, what, "What am I? What am I looking at?" And if really, if the WWE is Joe, let me ask you. You know everything. We call you Wrestlepedia for a reason. Will the WWE sell to Disney? Um, I mean, it, look, it certainly seems like they're heading in a direction where they might sell. Right now, I don't know who who they're gonna sell to because so they have uh, you know this partner some sort of partnership or allegiance with like NBC and that, you know, that, uh, you know, universal, whatever it is, right. Cause they've sold the network to Peacock. Um, you know, they either on USA, they've had deals in the past with Saturday night's main event. So I don't know like who the buyers are or could be, but I could certainly see them doing something like that. I mean, Vince is in his seventies now. Um, he's already in some facets lost his mind, right? So we don't know where it's going to go from here and i see all this stuff with you know occasionally where people are selling their stocks like the triple h's and stephanie's and, and whatnot and uh you know this guy i think it's nick khan is kind of their new point man for stuff and in addition to some of the releases you guys mentioned last week i think there were some like executives that got that got let go that had been there for quite some time so yeah i mean it certainly looks like it's heading in a direction where they're they're cutting off some of this you know maybe trimming some of the bloated contracts and and this excess money that they don't necessarily need to spend because their roster is so bloated to begin with um and you know maybe they're gearing up to to sell make a huge sale like ufc did a few years back right yeah but if you aren't they going to start touring that's the rumor they're going to start touring uh, the next couple of weeks so yeah to me would i mean are are you cutting weight because you're gonna have to it's gonna cost you to tour maybe because the arenas aren't gonna be as filled or, or are you wouldn't you need more if you're gonna have two brands i mean i don't know if they've discussed how they're gonna do the touring if it's gonna be combined shows or if it's gonna be branded shows but you would think you might need more people than you're allotting but i don't know man i'm not vince mcmahon i never booked myself to make out with my daughter on national but, you know just a <laughs> But so I'm gonna run down these names, and I want each of you guys to tell me where you see them going. So we'll start. Uh, so Santana Garrett, Joe will go to you. Oh, uh, I think I mean I would guess something like either Impact or NWA would be my guess for her. I mean she's not a, a huge mainstream name. Um, I know we we saw her on the independent circuit and Shine and stuff like that. So that would be my guess for her, right? Where she could maybe get a little bit more exposure in, in a company like like impact or the nwa great brian uh, i mean 100 percent what joe just said uh i know she was working for both companies right before she signed uh in fact i saw her uh at the at that joint nwa ring of honor show um when it was her against uh allison k actually i think it was for uh yeah what was that like 2019 i think it was that the, uh, the that was all this that, yeah crockett yeah, yeah crockett yeah yeah yeah, yeah okay. that one that's a great um, I, I agree. I think I'm going to say uh, Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Impact Wrestling has a really strong women's division, and they have no problem. Um, you know, I know she knows a lot of the other uh, women's wrestlers now. She's worked with them a bunch of times. And Impact, you know, say what you want about Impact Wrestling, TNA, whatever you want to call them. They do have a very strong women's division. So I'm going to say Impact. Next up, oh, this is a tough one. Buddy Murphy. Brian, over here. Where's Buddy Murphy going? Dude. 
I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I really don't know because, I, I, to be honest, I'm not really sure. I mean, I know he's he's Australian, right? I don't know who his really like his buddy his buddies are, but like his like allegiances are. <laughs> I really didn't mean to do that, but like who his friends are and stuff. Like a lot of people, you can kind of pick and like know who like who they hang out with and where they're gonna go for the most part. It's it's. I feel like that. I feel that way is true. With him, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I mean, if judging by his style, fuck, I, I would love have him in New Japan if you if you could go over there. I know travel is kind of crazy right now, but uh, I mean, if he could go there, that would be ideal for me. But realistically, I mean, probably somewhere like Impact. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe MLW too. Maybe he'll somehow get in the draft or I don't. Know, I guess they're not doing it for that long. He still has 90 days, so. Oh yeah, they do have the whole name. They can. Yeah. So, but uh, man, I, I don't know. What? What? I mean, what do you think? I feel like he would fit very well in a Ring of Honor. Um, but, but again, to your point, I don't know where he lives. Um, yeah. Ring of right? Honor, yeah. So that's. I don't know I mean, much about him. Ring of Honor. You look like they have the Mark Haskins. They have the Vicky Haskins. They have, um, you know, uh, Joe Ring of Honor Australian. Whom I think you know. Is that a sledge? Slex. 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 Sledge. One of those. Slex. Yeah. The Joe Hendry. Yes. I feel like yes. I should know that. Yeah. yeah, me too. Um, But they have a lot of international talent. I think he'd fit in uh, really well over there. What about totally. you, Joe? Yeah, I was going to say really Ring of Honor in New Japan. Uh, that would be my thought for him. And especially, you know, like Brian was saying, if, if he could be in like the junior heavyweight division in New Japan, I could see definitely him slotting in there very well. And since they still have, I think, a working relationship with Ring of Honor. I don't know if that's still kind of a thing, but he could probably work both. Or do they have a working relationship with AEW? But they definitely seem to have a working relationship with Impact. So we that much we know, right? Because they sent over, I think, Kojima and uh, Finn Juice, right? Mm-hmm. So a couple Finn guys Juice! have worked over there. So, Juice! so sorry, big fan of Finn Juice. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess you know it's not like the old days where you're like, oh, he's gonna go there, he's gonna go nowhere else. He could fucking be on MLW on Tuesday, and then you get big Ring of Honor, you know, the next day. Uh, next up, Lana. Joe, where's Lana going? I I can't see any place for her other than going back to being aligned with Miro. That would be the only thing I could I could see for her, right? I, I don't see her going out and being a a wrestler on the indies. So I would think, if anything, she maybe would pop up in AEW as as uh, you know Miro's manager again or something like that. Miro's wife. I mean, that, I, mean I, I hate to do that to the guy. It's like, oh, it's so sexist. I'm like, well, she's not a great wrestler. She she tries hard, but she's not a great wrestler. She's not the best promo. And if you want to be with your husband, AEW has a pretty flexible schedule. So I'm, I'm going to go with AEW. Right? Same, same reasoning. Yeah. I mean, everything that you guys just said totally makes sense for Lana. Um, and plus, I mean, the fact that the, you know, obviously everybody knows that they're freaking married. You can't really do anything else. I mean, I guess it would be cool if you can, like, have her come in and screw Miro over at first, but I don't and know. Then, uh, bang Bobby like, Lashley on TV? Yeah. Like, where, I don't know. Where do you go from there? So I feel like the only place that she realistically can go is AEW and align herself with Miro. And yeah. I mean, it'll both, bo- it'll make both of them happy. So. The happier they are, then the the better the product will be. Can somebody fucking tell my boss that? God, this guy did. <laughs> uh, next up, let's go Ruby Riot, aka Heidi Lovelace. I I love Ruby Riot. I think she's awesome. I think she's criminally underrated. She never gets any 
time uh, to wrestle. I mean, she looks different. She got tattoos and, and shit like that. And I, I don't know, you know, how the WWE viewed her. That she was part of the Riot Squad for a while. They they were doing some good stuff. And the Riot Squad with her and Liv Morgan are like the only real tag team that the WWE had. And now they've split them up. I think Ruby Riot would make a great addition to the AEW um, roster. I don't think she has to be um, a headliner there per se. I don't, but you know, the AEW, their um, the roster they're expanding to uh, Rampage. They have Dark. They have Dark Elevation. They have now they have uh, quarterly pay per views, but they also have quarterly shows coming up on TNT. It's like um, kind of like a Clash of the Champions. So there's plenty of opportunity for her to wrestle, and I think the, um, the talent pool over there is getting deeper and deeper. So I would like to see Heidi Lovelace in AEW. Joe. I think for me, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess I would also say impact for her or maybe, you know, if Ring of Honor is going to continue to be serious about trying to reboot their Women of Honor division. Um, I know they're kind of putting together a tournament for that. Um, I'm not sure that her, again, the 90 Day Compete Clause would allow her to be a part of that, but I could see her working in those places also. Um, you know, since I think she is more of an, an in-ring type person versus like Alana or something like that. So I would say that would be my guess for her. Brian, what do you think? Uh, I, I mean, man, I, I guess, it, again, I, I'm going to have to lean towards where I want to see her. And I, I think that would be AEW. I feel like that's where she could be uh, the most utilized. I mean, I know they're getting better with their women's division right now. Uh, and they have a lot of good names that, that are there. They just have to kind of utilize them a little bit better. And I feel like adding her into the mix, I feel like that would just give the whole division just another kind of uh, just element of legitimacy, kind of. Like instant credibility, you know? Right, and yeah. She's the type of woman that's going to walk in. You're like, okay, you have seven minutes. You're going to get a, a, an above average seven-minute match. So right. uh, I'm with you on that one. Uh, last two, let's go with the big guy first, Braun Strowman. Joe, where does Braun Strowman go? Oh, man. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, I've heard some people say, like, New Japan or something like that for him, but I just don't know if he really has, like, the kind of the work rate to hold up there. You know, like, if I compare him to someone like Jeff Cobb, right, who's, like, a big dude, like, Jeff Cobb can wrestle, right? Like, he's a he's a really strong, like, you know, technical guy. So I don't know. I don't know where Braun... Maybe something like MLW, I could see him being like a name there. You know, I don't know if AEW is going to jump on him just because, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, Mike, as you know, I'm a little bit, of, I don't want to see AEW just bring in every single guy that gets released, especially some of these bigger guys. And we've talked off air about, I've complained off air about them signing Big Show and Mark Henry and stuff like that, but we won't go down that path today. So I, that's where I think yeah, actually, I, I, I do want to get there. I want to hear Brian's opinion on that because we did. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'll say MLW for him. But what about you, Brian? Oh man! See, he's he's one of those guys that like he was like a WWE creation. He wasn't really doing anything before then. He was a power lifter. He didn't like work the Indies and then got signed by William Regal at a PWG show or anything like that. So I, I just I don't know. I don't I don't see him. First of all, I don't I don't really see him working like working the Indies, right? He's gonna probably either go to like a, a big company um, and he shit all over the Indies a year ago. Yeah. Like, oh, you you know you. I lived That's in my. That's so funny. Uh, I forgot about that. He's like after the first round of cuts for COVID, he's like, oh, everybody's staying. But you know, I lived in my key and I lived. In, you know, I, I oh my god, you're right. Now everybody's like, oh yeah, how that age, huh? Mm. Right, but like, I, I, I don't know. 
it'll it re he's really the most interesting one actually out of all of them not because he he's a former wwe champion or whatever but more so because of the fact that he's one of those guys that he wasn't a wrestler before wwe so is he gonna really have that drive to, like get all the like um, and i'm sure they you know there's other people at hell but like pro wrestling tv store and bookings and all that all the shit that like wwe helps out with and kind of provides for their talent I, I don't know. I mean, is that something that he's going to want to do or is he just going to want to just do like appearances and conventions and just take pictures, which is there's nothing wrong with that. That's cool. It's you should make money off of, you know, off of your name and wrestling. Your IP, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, I just I don't know, man. Um, I'm going to I'm going to say, if anywhere, impact. I'm going to say impact. Hot take. I don't think he goes anywhere. I think Braun yeah, Strowman right? is done. Um, I, I think he's done with wrestling. I think he's going to be the 2021 Zeus. Um, so he could do conventions <laughs> and stuff like that. But the dude can be in movies. He looks like a fucking, yeah. literally totally. a train, right? He, he, yeah, Choo-choo, he, he, bitches, right? That's, that was his right. Um, He And if he was making $1.9 a year flat rate for WWE, that's what they signed him at. He's making $2 million a year. He's going to go do an MLW booking for what? Right. That's Trump change to him. And, you know, he's got a he's, he's got a look. He he could walk into Hollywood right now and be cast in the next Spider Man movie. Um, and not, I, I never was a big Braun Strowman guy. Uh, so it, it's it's one of those things. To your point, it's like WWE or bust for him because that's right. where. Uh, dude, imagine going from like WWE catering to like Ring of Honor. And I love Ring of Honor, but it's like the fuck is a flaming yawn? Like he's not. No, <laughs> right. it's not going to be what he's not going to be about that life. I don't think. I don't. I don't know Braun Strowman, but. You know, and he made his name in powerlifting, and his lifts are fucking unbelievable. He also played softball and stuff like that. His dad played softball, so the dude, he's not that. He's not. I, I don't even think he's forty, and I could be wrong. Um, but if he wants to, if he wants to wrestle, he could. He could get a contract probably anywhere. Um, right. But I just, I just think movies is going to be. That's going to be it for him. So. He's going to go like the Nathan Jones path. Dude, what a reference. Yes, exactly. The Nathan Jones path. Yep. All right. Last up, uh, Alistair Black, a.k.a. Tommy End. Um, I, I'm just going to say it. Alistair Black, Tommy End, Dark Order. He, to me, somebody somebody posted this today, and I think Tommy Aww. End would be a perfect leader of the Dark Order. Just his interaction with John Silver and Reynolds would be legendary um he could be an amazing baby face i think it was a terrible way to do what they did to him and i think all the wwe really did by giving him this much tv time up until now was prepare him for a bigger role and that role is the new exalted one taking uh passing the throne passing the torch from Brody lee um to uh tommy end so that's where i see him AEW. brian uh yeah that they're I hadn't even considered the whole Dark Order uh, part of that. That sounds fucking awesome. Imagine him and Reynolds and Silver. Oh, it's, my it's God. Or, or making fun of 10. It's great. Yeah, well, even even if they wanted to, like, go down... Because, you know, I, you know after after Brody passed, like, they kind of had no other choice but to kind of go baby-faced. But I feel like if they bring him in and as a leader, they can... That's a good way to kind of go back yeah. down that, like, heel path if they want to... If they choose to. You can just come out and say you guys are a bunch of pussies. You got soft, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. and yeah. go back to the dark side. So. Yeah, but a hundred percent, I feel like he's gonna—he's more than likely gonna show up in AEW. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I—I I totally agree. I think that there's a lot of opportunity for him there, for sure. Um, whether it's with the Dark Order or you know any other um, of the many 
many factions that AEW has right now, so he can certainly pop up there. And I could see him working in New Japan as well. I think his style could translate uh, over there if he wanted to do a, a couple of tours, depending on... I don't know what his his goals are, but I, I, I think certainly AEW, I think, would be my number one choice for him. As far as matches and match quality, like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, Tommy N versus Eddie Kingston? Dude, cool. I'm, I'm sold. I'm sold to any of the matches. Um, he could possibly have, and I think he's going to be their biggest loss over time because the dude's got superstar written literally all over him, and he speaks to the AEW fan base. So, um, listen, as I said before, I think WWE, if you're not going to use these wrestlers, um, the right thing to do is to cut them. You don't want them sitting in the back and catering, growing dust while they're in the prime of their life. So, kudos to them for uh, you know for doing the right thing and letting these guys work. I, I know they're all professionals and they want to work, and now they're going to get a chance to do that. Um, it does not mean doom when you get cut from the WWE at all. So. Uh, actually, Brian, um, while this is a perfect transition, I'm talking about um, GSW, Global Syndicate Wrestling. You have one option of anybody on this list to see work in a GSW ring, Brian. Who would you like to see? And when are you booking it? And where can we oh see it? Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, one million percent Tommy. Uh, that, yeah, he, he is the one dude on there. Uh, well, the one name on there that I would one million percent love him on uh, on a GSW show. Um, and, you know, I don't know... Uh, Who's to say what's going to happen? Um, or you know what? And I, I got to give also a nod to uh, to Andrade. Um, obviously, he wasn't released in these. Oh, you don't know, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's another guy I would love to freaking see in GSW uh, if that could happen. But I don't know. I don't know if uh, I'm not the guy that makes those decisions. That's a little bit above my pay grade. But um, man, yeah. If 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 Tommy Ann could be in GSW, I'm all for it. Tell us how GSW in a uh, year's time, as we were talking about off air, like during the pandemic, went from a promotion you never heard of um, because it didn't exist to having a Hammerstone and the Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson main event to show. So, yeah, how, I mean, overnight sensation, really. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, the, so we, that was our second show that we just had a few weeks ago. Um, but the, the, fir- the first show that we've had, uh, Inception, was February. So it was like almost... Right after, like, I would say, like, the worst part of kind of, I don't want to say the worst part of COVID, but that was, like, the the thick of it, I feel like. Uh, the holidays. Once you got past that, it was like, okay, yeah. we can kind of breathe now, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we were on the on the tail end of that, and uh, the show was, it was, like, late February. That was our first show. And um, we had it at the, at the Monster Factory, and, of course, everyone had to wear a mask, and we had the seats, you know, di- socially, or distance, rather. Um, but... Man, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just the 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 talent pool that that's that are on the shows. I mean, that's really what's going to get the attention, obviously, um, from uh, the the women that we've had on on all the shows. Uh, we've had oh, some okay, local high end. You've it's like you went through the all night long right. podcast guest list, and that's you pretty much off. Is that's pretty done. much what we were. That's what that's exactly what we did. Yeah, we draw the biggest houses. We put people over. We had Keith <laughs> Lee on. All of a sudden, he goes to NXT and he's a champion. Shane Taylor right. on. He becomes Shane Taylor Promotions. Nick Aldis twice. You're welcome for the house. Yeah, that's what we do. wasn't we wasn't money. Bischoff? Didn't t- Bischoff talk to you guys? And then then that's what you got <laughs> signed shit, to WWE, forgot. right? Yeah, yeah. like. You're welcome. Like we put yeah. people in the Hall of Fame. We're just a stepping stone. Well, hey, I'm hoping I get the fu- the the all you get night the rub? wrestling rub. Exactly. Yeah, we'll yeah, sprinkle yeah. a little all night long dust on you. See what <laughs> see where it takes you. Oh man, but yeah, man, it's just, and that's one of the things that uh, that Brandon, uh, one of the owners of GSW, that he also kind of said too. If we if we can get a show done during, uh, you know, in the pandemic, uh, and then I feel like we can kind of survive really like anything, you know, because that's really kind of the the hardest time to really try to launch a launch a company so um 
yeah, man, hopefully uh, things will, uh, you know, things are loosening up now and getting a little bit, uh, a little bit easier to run shows. Um, we've got two shows uh, in August, August 21st. I'm sorry, August 20th and August 21st. We've got two shows back to back. We have, we're going to be Wait, finishing out. Yes. At the Monster Factory? No, it's not at the Monster Factory, but it's in, um, uh, where is it? Uh, they just announced where it was. Let me pull it up. Uh, fuck. Drawing a blank. It's okay. Skype is telling us we have three minutes and 14 seconds. Yeah, no, I got it. I, I see it over here on my side, too. Uh, oh, it's in yeah. New York, Long Island? About 20 minutes away from Exit 63? No, yeah. No. Oh, uh, House of Independence. Duh. That's where it is. Asbury Park. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, will Joey Janela be there? And will he be doing uh, Pope in the background? Joey Janela will not be there. Um, I'm hoping him. I see, like, the ghost of Bam Bam Bigelow. Hopefully. <laughs> I was just going to make he a reference to that. That's yeah. fantastic. Hopefully he will be there. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, we've got uh, so we're going to be finishing up the Global Cup, which is our women's tournament. We're going to be crowning the first GSW uh, women's champion. Um, and the finals, we have Allison K versus Trish Adora. Uh, and then we also have Deanna Perazzo versus Vicious Vicky. Uh, so almost like a battle of New Jersey for, for that one. And then the winners go on. And uh, I don't know if the, if the matches are going to be that night or if it's going to be on the 21st. I don't think that has been um, announced yet. But either way, we're going to get a women's champion uh, after those two shows. Plus, we're going to have the return of Davey Richards uh, as well. So he's going to be, uh, well, I'm sure he's going to return before then, but he's going to be wrestling in a GSW ring. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Dude, Um, that's going to be so cool. Um, Okay. So, I mean, my birthday is August 18th. So if I could somehow get to Asbury Park on August 20th, come. That would be fucking awesome. Um, And not for nothing, Vicious Vicky, I was not familiar with her pre um, GSW. She is awesome. She got a great great. show on um, Holly Dead. So she's. You guys have a ton of talent there. And it's, it's like a nice mix of established, you know, veterans and then this up and coming talent. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Uh, how did you, real quick before we get up, how did you, sure. um, how did you, how did you find GSW? How did they find you? And are they hiring? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we could talk after the air, but uh, yeah. Um, so that, that's actually funny. So during, I guess it was during, it was before the pandemic. Um, So I basically got in touch with uh, a bunch of some of the guys that run GSW, but I have to kind of backtrack a little bit. Um, I'm, as you know, I'm involved with a few uh, wrestling groups, wrestling Facebook groups, right? Some of, and, and I admin some of them and also with a few other people and I see the countdown on there. We're good. And, uh, uh, just through there, uh, through some, one of the admins, uh, he, started gsw who's starting gsw with his friend and he knew that i was doing some some shows on uh, on long island ring announcing and whatnot and just kind of through that so uh once they started you know obviously i was like yeah hell yeah let's go let's i'm down whenever you're ready and, and as we got closer and you're like holy shit yeah yeah and then as we got closer you know they started uh announcing the names and i'm like oh okay this is like a real thing this is actually this is really happening and then inception came the first show in january uh sorry february and there we are. Uh, so just kind of, I mean, it was really just kind of, I was very lucky first of all, to get just even like to, to know some of the guys uh, that were involved, but really just through wrestling Facebook groups and um, just that way. And here we are now. I, I also do uh, video work for them too. Uh, so I'm doing like 